Welcome to Ask Pastor Podcast. I'm John Dollarpole, and I'm here with Pastor Gary Reimers from Cornerstone Baptist Church. The Ask Pastor Podcast is an opportunity for the pastors at Cornerstone Baptist Church to address questions that relate to church ministry and the Christian life from a biblical and pastoral perspective. Today, the topic under consideration is that of missions philosophy. And before we jump into the topic, I just want to take a few moments and play a clip from a recent Sunday evening service where one of our missionaries, Jason Armstrong from Monterey, Mexico, shared his appreciation for our church family. Uh, I, I just really wanted to express my appreciation for, uh, for Cornerstone and, uh, and for the ministry that you have with your missionaries. Not only uh, finan- uh, uh, significant financial investment, but the time and, and the concern and, and the personal touch uh, that you keep in touch with your missionaries is really, really special to, uh, to all of us who are part of the Cornerstone Missionary family. Let's just begin our discussion with a general question about missions philosophy. So what, what would you say drives your missions philosophy? Mm-hmm. That, that's a great question. What really drives us is the idea that missionaries are important. The people are important. It's not just what they do. And just as we would want to uh, take a personal interest in people that are part of our ministry here at Cornerstone in Greenville, we want to have a direct connection with the people that represent us in other countries, a personal connection to them, so that we want our um, we want our missionaries to be important to us, and to make that work, we also want to be important to our missionaries. So there are several ways that we we try to make make that work, and we can talk about that in a little bit. But the the idea is that they are uh, they are essential for our worldwide outreach, and if we value them from that perspective, then we ought to show it. And so that personal relationship, and and we have over the years we have looked for ways that we can have more of a personal relationship, ways that we can communicate that more effectively. And uh, some of those have, have turned out to be very helpful and very uh, very much appreciated, both by our church family, because they like knowing who their missionaries are. They like that the missionaries know them. And that that is what our goal is, uh, because we want our missionaries to not just be supported when they're uh, thousands of miles away from us. We want them to feel supported as well. When we talk about supporting missionaries, we, we often think of church planners. That's the most common, say, the type of ministry that we would support. However, in our experience, we, we would support camp ministries, uh, radio station, Bible translation work, uh, missions in closed access countries, not just church planners. So my question would be, why would you encourage a church to consider supporting someone like a Bible translator or a camp as opposed to just a church planter? We have a desire that the majority of our missionaries have a primary focus on church planting. But we also recognize that according to the pattern in the book of Acts, that those that, go, that, that provide a, a ministry that enables a church planter, that encourages or supports 
a church planter, and, and that can be in a variety of ways, that in many cases, that's not just a good idea, but it's actually essential. The biblical pattern for that is that Paul traveled in an entourage. And among others in his group were people that could also preach or were at least learning to do that and gaining experience like Timothy. But he also had some, we call them support staff, like, like Luke, who could provide uh, medical assistance along the way. And when you're hundreds or thousands of miles away from home, like Paul was so much of the time, uh, very helpful to have somebody along with you. So to me, if, we, if say our church was back in the first century and Paul was presenting his ministry, I guess I should say, let's do it in the reverse. Let's say Paul was operating in the 21st century and he came to our church uh, looking for support for a new missionary outreach. And then he said, and also uh, I need some help for my support staff. And for us to say, oh, well, we'll support you, Paul, but no, not Luke, not Timothy. Uh, I, I think Paul would be shocked at that. Don't you see the importance of support in, in uh, doing the, uh, the gospel ministry of church planting? So in this case, uh, you started with uh, the idea of a Bible translator. Well, there are many places in the world that you could go and you could learn a language, you could preach the gospel, but then when you're ready to move on, you'd be leaving nothing behind because they don't have the Bible in their language. Or and that's not just if a missionary was ready to move on, it'd be a great hindrance if everything he said, they just had to take your word for it, that that's actually what the Bible says. And so to, to view Bible translation as an essential support ministry for a church planter, I think is uh, it ought to be obvious uh, the role that that has. Not every missionary goes to a place that doesn't have a Bible on their language, but there are many who are going to such places and many others who ought to. And the, the Bible translator's work can enable dozens of other missionaries to benefit from that in that particular part of the world. There are others that need uh, support help with, say, um, uh, homeschooling. If there's not a good local uh, homes, uh, uh, good uh, public school or Christian school option, they have to homeschool. And for some missionary families, there's such a wide range of ages that they really struggle doing that. And it would just, some, in some cases, it really detracts from the 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 wife's ability to study the language. And I've seen instances where that becomes a handicap for years to come because she was so busy in the homeschooling responsibilities, she couldn't focus on the language and still can't communicate very effectively. So in instances like that, it could be very helpful to have somebody go and, and supervise the education of the children and perhaps other things as well. Certainly they would serve in the church ministry uh, alongside that. But to have that be uh, an, an important support ministry, I, I think that also should be clear. Uh, camp ministry is a little different category, but all around the world, missionaries know 
in many cases from previous experience or from current experience, the enormous value of being a, of having a place where people can come apart from society and can get the concentrated exposure to God's word that in many cases brings a, a, a seriousness about what God's word says, a sensitivity to the Holy Spirit. So we have a couple of um, located uh, camp ministries, and then we also support a ministry that exports camp ministry to other parts of the world. And in some cases, uh, some of our own missionaries have benefited from being uh, having the on-site instruction of uh, an expert in Christian camp philosophy and practice. So that turns out to be a great help in their church planting outreach. And I think it serves as a fine example of a support for church planting.